If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Discount applies to contract to pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. And make sure you're doing that. Just started using that Twitter page last week. You can find all the latest episodes of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We are taping this on a Wednesday afternoon from Myrtle Beach. I'm in my hotel room. I apologize for the sound quality. I know it's not great, but... I wanted to make sure that you guys got the latest news out of Cowboys camp. Tomorrow, it's Cowboys' first preseason game, so I wanted to talk a little bit about some players to watch before we get to the Hall of Fame game. Now, it's not expected that you're going to see the Cowboys starters. You're probably not going to see Dak Prescott. You're not going to see Ezekiel Elliott, Des Bryant, so on and so forth. But that doesn't mean there's not players to watch in this game. The most important thing for this is you want to see your guys come out healthy. But there are also a lot of players that are competing for jobs. And today we're going to highlight five players that I want you to watch out for on Thursday night in Canton for the Hall of Fame game. First player is the first-round pick from the Cowboys, Taco Charlton. Taco is going to probably play a lot of snaps in his preseason game. Don't be surprised if he comes out on the field with the starters. Probably going to get started at left defensive end. I'm curious to see where the Cowboys use him. If they use him inside, do they use him as a right defense end like they talked about in camp and during the draft process? I think he's going to play a lot at defense end throughout the season, and I think that's his best spot into his career is playing as a true left defense end who has the size to play in, uh, you know, against the run and to play inside as a penetrating defensive tackle. We'll see where the Cowboys decide to use him. I'm interested to see, has he developed a counter move? Because as of right now, in camp, anytime he's gotten in trouble, he's relied on this spin move that he used at Michigan. Well, good offense tackles recognize that spin move, and they bury defenders. We've seen Lyle Collins multiple times stay patient, let Taco come into him, and then he buries him. So I'm going to be interested to see if he's developed any kind of counter. Can he win with just size, speed, quickness, or is he a guy that is going to take a while to develop? I, I kind of think that Rob Marinelli saw him as a guy that has all the tools, he's got the ability to make plays, but he's going to need a lot of time in the system. They're not going to rely on him a lot this year, but maybe a year or two years down the road, he can become a, a high-quality left defense end for the Cowboys. Second guy that I'm looking forward to watching, another Cowboys draft pick, Tadobi Ouzier. Ouzier might be the most impressive corner in camp right now because of the fact that the Cowboys are using him all over the defense. They are using him primarily out of the slot. And when they drafted Ouzier out of Colorado, I didn't envision him getting many uh, snaps out of the slot. I thought this was a guy that they were going to play on the outside, 
and he was going to match up against number one receivers. And to his credit, he's done that in camp. But the Cowboys are also trying to find him snaps as a nickel corner to get him on the field, and he's held up well. I'm going to be interested to see if he can take those successes in practice and turn them into quality snaps in preseason. If he has a good couple preseason performances, don't be surprised if he's one of the starting cornerbacks week one against the New York Giants. I, I They have a lot of trust in this kid. I'm excited to see uh, when the lights come on, does he you know, keep performing or does he kind of go off in the shadows? Wouzier is in for a big, uh, a, a big show on Thursday night. Luckily for Dallas, the Cardinals have a lot of talented receivers, even after Larry Fitzgerald. I'm not sure you'll see John Brown, but you might see Chad Williams, a draft pick by the Cardinals. You might see J.J. Nelson, uh, Jerron Brown, a deep, talented receiving core. I'll be interested to see how Awuzie matches up with some of those players. Speaking of receivers, and a guy that we've talked about a lot in this podcast, Andy Jones is the next one I want you to watch. Andy Jones last year had a fantastic training camp, but did not play well when the lights came on in preseason. He was really a big disappointment. Now, the word on the street is that he's improved dramatically since the preseason last year and in camp so far. So I'm interested to see, can he take that hype from practice this season and actually translate it to success in 2017? We talked all all last week about whether or not there will be a spot for another receiver on this roster. Do they have to keep six? Does Andy Jones kind of force their hand? I'll be interested to see how much he plays and how well he plays. Uh, don't expect Des Bryant. Don't expect Cole Beasley. You might see Terrence Williams for one series, but it's going to probably be a lot of Bryce Butler, Andy Jones. Ryan Switzer will not play. And you might see a lot of Noah Brown as well. Let's pause to take a little break so I can tell you about SeatGeek. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I've got the SeatGeek app. told you guys over and over that I use it for tickets. told them I'm going to the Buffalo Jets home opener. Use it for Cowboy game. You want to go see them play the Giants. Easy. Two taps to get you wherever you need to go. Best of all, SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. My listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code LONFL today. That's promo code LONFL for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Last two guys I want to touch on real quick. Rod Smith, a favorite of mine, one that we've talked about on this podcast a lot, has really been impressing in camp. I, you're not going to see Ezekiel Elliott. You're probably not going to see much of Darren McFadden outside of maybe a few carries with the first team. So that means that probably Rod Smith is going to start this game as the team's starting running back. I'm curious to see how much they put on his plate. Is he the team's passing back, which I think the answer is yes. Uh, between Alfred Morris and Rod Smith, Rod Smith is the receiver of the two. 
Uh, he can block. I'm interested to see how he can run between the tackles because that's really my only question I have for him. I know he can do everything else, but can he run inside the zone with the Cowboys offensive line? Can he run the sweeps? Can he get to the second level and make linebackers pay in space? If he can do that, and there's no question that he should be doubt out for Morris for that third running back spot. But if he can do it well enough, I think we need to start having a discussion about whether or not Rod Smith should be the second running back on this team. I think there's a real battle there, and it's not being talked about enough because of McFadden's, uh, he's just been a more proven player in the NFL. But Rod Smith is younger. He might be a little bit more explosive at this point in his career. I'm interested to see how far away is Rod Smith from McFadden. I've got a feeling he's a little closer to McFadden than he is to Alfred Morris, if that makes sense. Rod Smith is going to be a big factor in these games because if he can if he can be a competent running back, he's going to absolutely win that third running back job, and he might jump up to the second running back job. Last but not least, I'm excited to see Jonathan Cooper. As of right now, Chaz Green is probably going to be out one to two weeks with a muscle strain in the shoulder, which means that Jonathan Cooper is going to get a lot of reps at left guard. It sounds like Cooper is going to start on Thursday night. I'm interested to see, does he have enough athleticism to win that spot? Is he athletic enough to be the team's left guard? And can he stay healthy? Because if he can't stay healthy, the Cowboys might be forced to play a player such as Byron Bell or Joe Looney at that spot rather than... Cooper or Green, who provide a little bit more upside. I'm interested to see how well does Cooper play at this spot. Can he get to the second level? Is he strong enough to take on? Uh, you know, we might see him against a Robert Dendenski. So I'm ex- I'm interested to see what kind of athleticism he still has left and what he looks like in live games. That's it for today's show. I know they're short. We'll get back to longer episodes next week. But make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Hit us up with a five-star review. Tomorrow is Twitter Thursday, so make sure you send in those questions to at LockedOnCowboys, or you can send them right to me at Marcus underscore Mosier. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.